of the people of Hemel Hempstead. We wash as we do once a week. We come out and we declare God's word to you. We come and we preach the message of the Bible. And dear friends, the Bible is very simple. It's very plain. I wonder if you've taken time to read the word of God and to understand it. Many people have criticized the Bible and the message that it brings. They've never really read it. They've heard the message secondhand from someone else and never taken time to read the Word of God. But I pray that today, as the Lord helps me, that I will faithfully declare God's Word to the people here of Hempstead and that we will heed what God's Word has to say. First of all, let me just say, dear friends of Hempstead, the Bible gives us very bad news. We must begin with the bad news. God has created a good world and God made man upright. The bad news is that all men have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Man chose to disobey God and it's true. Every born from Adam has disobeyed God. We've all come into this world as sinners, each and every one of us preacher included and especially and I do not wish to give the impression that somehow I claim to be better than any but I want to proclaim the way of salvation through the one man who is the God man Jesus Christ who is very God and yet became man in order to save his people God is determined to save a people from this world and they will all hear the message of his word and will believe upon Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And hear what the Lord says today from his word. The Lord Jesus, God incarnate, speaks here in John chapter 10 and the verse 1. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold but as we read climbeth up some other way the same is a thief and a robber but he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep to him the porter openeth and the sheep hear his voice and he calleth his own sheep by name and leadeth them out when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which spake he unto them. Then saith Jesus unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, for the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. 
I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. And our subject this afternoon is the Lord Jesus Christ, the door and the good shepherd. My dear friends, the door and the good shepherd. Here in this passage of God's word, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, claims unequivocally that he is the door, that way by which people may enter into God's heaven, into his eternal kingdom. Jesus said, I am the door. He is the door. When we think of a door, we think of an entrance either into a building or either here into a sheepfold. God has his people. God has his heaven. And we may entertain no thoughts, according to the Lord Jesus Christ, of entering into heaven, entering into eternal life, having fellowship with God forever apart from the Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And he said, no man comes to the Father but by me. We in this world, we're told we're estranged from God, even in the womb. The Bible says, from the womb we come forth speaking lies. That is because we're born sinners. All from Adam, ever since that fall of our first parents, Adam and Eve, all have sinned. We come into this world as sinners, and sin we do commit every day of our life. And the Bible tells us that our sins have made a separation between God and us. And the Lord Jesus makes very plain in this passage that he is the good shepherd. Some of you might be very familiar with Psalm 23, where we say, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He restoreth my soul. When we think of that Psalm, we think of the Lord. And many like the sound of that Psalm and the words of that Psalm, but they do not know the Lord. Well, the Lord says of his sheep, they know him and they come to him. They understand that they are stray sheep and that he is the one true shepherd who restores souls. Well, the question is, how does he restore the souls of his people? And he has people in this world and some may even be walking up and down in this high street and they may not know it yet, but they are the Lord's people. They will come to hear each and every one of those sheep will come to hear his word. And the first message that they will hear from the Bible is that they have sinned. And they will acknowledge that and own that in their own hearts. The Jews in the Lord Jesus Christ's day, many of the religious leaders did not acknowledge that. 
Many of them, for instance, in the previous passage were saying, we have not sinned. They were accusing the Lord Jesus Christ of being a sinner. But the Lord Jesus did no sin. He had no sin. But he came, as the Bible says, to give his life as a ransom for many, not for all people, the scriptures say for many. The many that will be brought to hear the message of God's word and who will believe it in their hearts and acknowledge before God in humble prayer of contrition that they are sinners, that they have done wrong in their life. Of course, all have done wrong. That man is so proud. But what God does work in a man's soul is repentance and humility to confess one's sins before the Lord and the Lord is gracious. The Bible says, he who confesses his sin and forsakes it shall find mercy. The Lord, the Bible says, is near to the brokenhearted and the contrite spirit. The person who hears God's word and truly receives it by the grace of God in the heart, my friend, will hear of this gracious Lord, the Lord, the Good Shepherd. And he says here that the shepherd lays down, he gives his life for the sheep. John 10 verse 11. So he presents himself here as both the door and the shepherd. Now ordinarily, in the Bible, in the Old Testament, it would be the sheep that would be offered for the sacrifice of sin. But the very Lord himself, the Lord of heaven and earth, dear friends, came to do what his sheep could not do in this world. That is to live an honorable life and to live without sin before God and to obey all of God's commandments. And then he would give his life as a ransom, as a substitute for all who would ever believe upon him. And this, my dear friends, is the wonderful message of the Bible, that God gave his Son, his sinless Son, and sent him into this world, knowing that he would be put to death by the hands of wicked and cruel men, and yet unwittingly unknown to men, at the end of his life, in those last three hours, he would bear an unspeakable wrath on behalf of his people. And he says here that he is that door. You see, when we think of a door, we think of an entranceway. The only entranceway a sinner could have before Almighty God is through the Lord Jesus Christ. Through his life and through his substitutionary death. That's the way. It's the way of the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. That way of his suffering. You see, my friends, because God is a just God. And he had to punish sin. He had to punish the sin of his people. He had to, as the scriptures say in Isaiah 53, verse 11, bear the iniquities of many. Jesus Christ did bear the sin of many people in this world. And the Bible says, you know, that fools make a mock at sin. 
I hear sometimes people walking past saying, be quiet, we've heard enough of this, we don't want to hear. Well, my friends, you will be forced to hear one day. Not from me, but from the Lord. You have heard his word, and you who have made a mock at sin. The scriptures say, fools make a mock at sin. What does that mean? It means to make light of it. Thank you. It means to make light of it. It means to laugh at it. Well, sin is no laughing matter, my friends. People die because of sin. We all die because of our sin. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. But our physical death is not the end. There is what the Bible speaks of, a second death. We're told in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, it is appointed unto man once to die, and after that, the judgment. You know, our, even our own conscience tells us that things are wrong. Or even our own conscience tells us we, we like to imagine, we say, well, the very wicked people, surely God will judge them. We say that. I've even heard of people who say they're not a Christian. They say, well, God will judge even the most wicked people. Well, he will. But friends, what most people fail to grasp or to fathom is that God will judge them. God will judge all sin. And this is why it is foolish. This is why the scriptures say fools make a mock at sin. Do you entertain the fact that somehow God will only deal with some sin? My friends, all sin. God is against all kinds of sin. Sins either of sexual immorality, unkind things that we've said, words that we've said, thoughts that we've had. The Lord Jesus said all evil things proceed from the heart. And that is because the Bible presents the heart to be, it says, desperately wicked. Who can know it? My heart, your heart, we all have sinned. And there is no other way but Jesus Christ, to be saved. The scriptures say, there's no other name under heaven given amongst men, my dear friends, whereby we must be saved. Those who are listening are far off. I hope you're receiving what I'm saying. There's no other way for a sinner to be saved than through the Lord Jesus. That's why he said, I am the door. You know, another way would be a foolish way. People try, he speaks here of people climbing over. My friends, you can't climb over God's law. There's no way of bypassing God's law. He is holy and just and we have all sinned. We have all transgressed the law of God. That's why the Lord Jesus said he is the way, because he never sinned. Nobody in this entire world, I don't care who it is, can say, can claim that they have never sinned. But the Lord Jesus Christ 
could because he is very God. And the infallible proof of it is by the many things that he did and ultimately and chiefly by rising from the dead. This one, who is the Lord, who is speaking in this parable, who said, I am the door, is the very one who said, let there be light. And there was light. This is the very one who was in the beginning, who made all things. The Bible says all things were made by Jesus Christ. Nothing that is made that we can see, touch, handle, or feel, or look at with a most powerful telescope was not made by him. He has made everything in this world. He's made you and he has made me, our first parents, and we, we all come from those first parents. And yet he did not make man originally sinful, but man has fallen into his sin. But this one that is from Almighty God came into this world to be the door that if any man enter in by him, he may be saved. Your friends, you see, you can't be saved. He doesn't say in this text here, or you might be saved by your charitable works or a so-called good life. My friends, none of us have lived to the standard that God requires. The scriptures plainly assert all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The word glory is the word doxa, which means the perfection of God. The glory of God is His holiness. None of us have. And God will not accept anything else but complete conformity to His Word. That's why the Lord Jesus Christ had to come to be that door. And He is that door as it were, that is presented, that is opened to poor sinners that acknowledge their sin and they come humbly and they confess their sin. They come as stray sheep, as the Bible says. And the Bible says that the sinner comes without money, without price. And this is the wonderful message, friends. You see, salvation is not something that we can earn. God doesn't say, oh, try now uh, to fix yourself up, make yourself look pretty, make yourself look handsome. You can't hide your sins from God. The Bible tells us to come essentially in our wretchedness, in our sin, coming and confessing and owning all that we've done wrong and humbly repenting that before Almighty God. And we come and we acknowledge our, our transgressions. The Bible tells us, He that hides his transgressions shall not prosper. You won't prosper. You'll die a lost sinner and without hope in Jesus Christ. But friends, he is a door. And that door is open wide. For all who believe upon him, who believe upon him, those who will hear his word, and he works in their souls even today, and they come to a conscious awareness of their sin, 
and their undoneness before God and they see that as it were as is presented here that there may be some that will try to climb over the fence but you can't climb over the fence of God's holiness and his standards but they see that door and what a gracious door that is because the Lord Jesus not only is he holy but he had to die for his people and he had to shed his blood for them and they will come and they will believe and they will trust in him he said right here my sheep hear my voice and they come to me and I give them eternal life my dear friends well over 30 years ago now I heard the gospel message and I knew at that moment in time that the Lord loved me and gave himself for me that he suffered for me there upon the cross at Calvary and he brought me to wonderful saving faith in him and I can say this the Bible says there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother I've had many people that have let me down but the Lord has never never failed me the Lord has never forsaken me and I have always found his word to be true there's nothing like the Bible in all the world it is without fault it's without error it is God's word and it not only shows us that Christ is the way the truth and the life but friends in this word is the one who is the door and is presented here not only as the door but the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep and friends we want you to come and to hear the message of God's Word. We're a local Bible-believing church here in Hemel Hempstead. We're on the corner of Lower Road and Red Lion Lane, and we meet every Sunday, every Lord's Day. Please do take a track, sir, and do stay. Thank you. Do stay and listen if you want to hear more. Glad somebody else wants it. Uh, please do. I encourage you to stay on if you... I'll be finished in a little while, but if you want to hear more of the church and the way of salvation I'd be glad to talk to you but friends the Lord is very gracious and he will not forsake his people Jesus Christ is the Lord our shepherd and it's interesting it's a very good argument against the Jehovah's Witnesses because there in Psalm 23 he is called the Lord when doubting Thomas after the death, burial and resurrection was doubting about the Lord Jesus the Lord Jesus said come touch, feel put your hands in my side touch me Thomas and Thomas did so and he said my Lord and my God and Jesus Christ did not turn him away Jesus Christ is the very Lord God of heaven who made all things John tells us in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word he says became flesh the very one who is the word became flesh John says and we beheld his glory that's an amazing thing but for a little while he cast that glory aside we're told that he was veiled in the flesh then he took Peter, James and John up to that Mount of Transfiguration 
and he showed him his glory. The only glory of God the Father. And the amazing thing, my dear friends, is this one who is very God the Son went to the cross and suffered and he died in the place of his sheep, friends. But I know this, that no matter what sins I have committed in my life, my hope is in Jesus Christ. My trust is in his finished work. I believe in him. And he said, you know, that he gives eternal life. None, he said, shall pluck them from my hand, neither the fathers. Life will not take us from Christ if he has died from us. Death, Paul says, will death separate us from the love of God that is in Jesus Christ. Nothing, my friends, if we're in Jesus Christ, nothing, Paul says, will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. My friends, let me close with this. I thank the Lord for this one who says he is the door. He says, if any man enters in, he may be saved. Time and eternity will not separate me from Jesus Christ. God the Father has given him to all of his sheep. They will come. They will not trust in their good works. Oh, I'm not trusting in that. If I were to preach here for a thousand years on the streets of Hemel Hempstead, wouldn't earn me one day in heaven. But Jesus Christ has done it all for me and his people. And friends, it's a wonderful thing. It is the free gift of God. You don't earn it. Christ has earned salvation for his people. The sinner comes and he humbly says, I've sinned. Lord, have mercy upon me. I tell you, I want to close with something. Two men dying on the cross next to our Lord Jesus. Both of them murderers. Probably, they both said, we know this, the scriptures say, one said, we are suffering for our just deserts. One minute, they're both hurling insults at Christ. The next minute, one man is suddenly changed. And he says to his friend, do you not fear God? And then he turns to his friend, next to him the Lord Jesus and says remember me that man did not need to go to purgatory there's no such place as purgatory my friends if he needed to go to purgatory Jesus would have sent him there but he said today today you will be with me in paradise why because Jesus is the door my friends you trust in him you believe in him and he is a very gracious saviour I pray you'll come along and hear the message of God's Word this coming Sunday, which we call the Lord's Day services, 10.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. We meet on the corner of Lower Road and Red Lion Lane. Well, I'd be glad to take any questions. I do see a number of people waiting. Please do come and take a track, and we'd love to see you and hear more of the Lord Jesus Christ. What? You come and bring this to the church. I can give it to the church if you want. Okay. But not necessary at all. But thank you. I'll, I'll give it to the church. Thank you. God bless.